What's up, everybody? We're back again with another edition of Beers on the Gridiron. I'm your host, Connor the Cat, with my co-host, as always, Amiste, Italian, Demais. Hey, how you doing? Oh, nice. <laughs> All right, I know. I want to change up a little bit. I didn't really know what to do, and the best I come up with is pause. I, I enjoy it. Okay, all right. You approve? I approve. Fantastic. Love to hear it. Tom, <laughs> how was the week? How was the weekend? Uh, weekend was good. I went to my first Eagles game in uh, two years, pretty much, since I saw the Eagles lose to the Seattle Seahawks uh, on the wild card weekend. Uh, don't do this yourself. No, it's all right. You know, whatever. Um, yeah, so it was, it was a good experience. Um, I'll talk about the game later on or what I remember from it. But I had a great time as always. It's good going to Philly. Um, home openers are always electric. So I was really amped to uh, go to the game. Especially first one since COVID. Yeah, first one since COVID. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of, I love home openers, don't get me wrong. But it was freaking hot. You know, our seats are right in the freaking sun. I got burnt. It was it was a little rough. But nothing a little, you know, 10 beers can't, can't cure, you know? Yeah, you don't care what's happening. That always um, I wish I saw a little bit of more of an offensive showing. Um, I'll, of course, I'll, you know, get into, you know, what I, what I saw and what I didn't like and what I did like. Um, remember, I'm just trying to keep myself, um, you know, keep the optimism and just keep in mind that this year is all about building blocks. And this is all an audition. Is Jalen Hurts the guy going forward? Are we getting better? Are we getting the doors blown off us? You know, and... See, see where we can correct, you know. Yeah. Uh, I just keep that in mind. But other than that, Philadelphia, uh, go to, going to a game there is nothing like, you know, I, I love it. I look forward to it all the time. But it's a long day, man. I wake up at like 5.30 in the morning. I drive down two hours. I get there, I don't know, probably about 8, 8.30 by the time we pull in the lot. And we're just tailgating all day. We're grilling. Do you go to the, the, 420, like the 425 games too? I, I do, okay. yeah. God, yeah. that's got to be. At least I get to sleep in a little bit. Well, see, that's a nice one. Yeah. And then you're drinking all day, and then you have a game. And then... So, so it's, I'm glad you brought that up. You're talking about the 425 game. So, originally on one of our past pods, I go, Eagles usually have a Thursday night game. And I usually sell my tickets to that because getting home at like 1, 1 2 o'clock in the morning is a little rough. So, I usually sell those tickets, which I wish I did. However... My dad knows somebody at work, and they gave him complimentary tickets to the Thursday night game oh, to face God. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which oh, I so you are going. So there? I am going oh, to the game. Um, I am. I, I, I needless to say, I, I told my boss I'm not going to be in there next day. Try to avoid yeah. this game like play. I know, man. I think it's not. I think I don't think that game is going to be that bad. I think the well, Kansas City one's going to be the rough it, it one. Maybe a sign. <laughs> yeah. Specifically said, you yeah. do not want to go to this game for multiple reasons. Right, right. You sold your tickets, and now the tickets well, came right back to you. On the plus side, they're free, and I'm going with my dad, yeah. which is so an awesome time. Great. You know, my dad and I always go to like one game a year. We didn't really uh, get one game together this year, and uh, that was, you know, just something he like kind of surprised me with and stuff. And you know, hey, I'm, I'm always up to welcome someone into my world of going to Philly. It's all, it's always a good time, but. Uh, yeah, it, it's rough going to those night games in Philly because two hours away, driving back home, you know, you're two sheets in the wind and your hangover is already settling in. You know, you're getting a headache. You just want to get home and home seems so far away. And I'm sure that hangover is a lot different if they lose. Absolutely, yeah. dude. Nobody talks in the car. No, It's like, if anything, if anybody talks, it's all about arguing, you know? Oh, yeah. So I, I would... I'll get into it later on about this whole ordeal about driving home because obviously I had a bad drive home 
you know, from the game because we lost. So, anyway, let's, uh, what are we getting into? I, well, I know what we're getting into. We're getting a week two results, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we're, we're going to do our week two, week two results. Um, you know, but as you know, we start off, oh, yeah, we're yeah. going to review the beer that we're drinking. And this beer is a beer you've probably heard of. Uh, we didn't go anything crazy today. We're just drinking, uh, it's called Bud Light. Have you heard of it? Have you heard of it? Have you seen about this? It's the first time I actually yeah, have yeah. Uh, experienced this type of beer. <laughs> yeah, well, every now and then we're just going to throw in a random light beer. Yeah. Um, and one that's probably the most popular beer in the world. Yeah. Uh, Bud Light. Uh, and why not review it? Okay? Why not review it? Absolutely. And with every light beer, I always say I try to watch my figure a little bit. So I drink 10 of these bad boys and yeah. feel good about it. And you're good. Yeah, you're absolutely. Good. You're, you're being healthy. Yeah, I'm trying to cut. Trying to cut calories, cut carbs, all that kind of stuff. Hey, we're going to drink the light beer and uh, about 10 of them. So, I mean, uh, how do you feel? <laughs> so, uh, I have to say, like, you know, I've been drinking Bud Light since, I don't know, 14. <laughs> uh, Bud Light is, uh, and kids don't drink until you're 21 or 18 or at least 16. At, le- at, least, yeah, 16, yeah. at least 16, yeah. Yeah. Be, be good about it. Um, this is a family podcast. Absolutely. Uh, don't support underage drinking yeah, at all whatsoever. At, at all. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but Bud Light, you know, classic, classic light beer. Yeah. Perfect party beer. Perfect beer to just drink ten of. You could do anything with it. You could chill with it and drink it. You could play pong with it. With you know. It. You could play a flip cup with it. Maybe one you know? of the few beers you do a case race with. Absolutely. Which I haven't done in a long time. Yeah, I would love to do a case race with you. I think that'd be a fantastic time. We should go out of work. We should go on vacation for we're a week and just do it. Uh, absolutely, because yeah. I can really pound them down, yeah. and that, that's that's and that's not something you know it's really that great, but you know. If, it, if it's a case race, if it's a case race, I'm crushing. Hey man, if there's anything, any place where I got to be where we drink an excessive amount of beer that's too much for the human consumption, I'm always there. That's right. <laughs> um, but to, to give our uh, our quick little review of it, um, you know, again, standard beer like four point what. 4.5%. Yeah, about that. And then let me just keep the, let me just throw this out there. Remember, this is a light beer. So this is off our scale of like regular yes, beer yes, and all that kind yes. of stuff. So, I mean, if you're going to rate it like a 4.6, I understand because we've had some great beers in our time. Yeah. So remember, this is a light beer scale, totally different type it's, of scale. It's relative. Like yes. Where, you know, basing off of like your generic light beers. Exactly. You go first. Okay. okay. I hear so, yours. um, I think it tastes good. Um, this is going back with our Miller Lite tasting too. So I think it's a little bit below that. Miller Lite actually tastes really good, but Bud Light's actually a very good, you know, compliment to it. So I believe I gave Miller Lite like an 8.8. I'm gonna give this a 7.9 on the light beer scale. I have uh, a 6.8, which is in my eyes, a very solid score. Um, like, you're right, this is relative. Um, and I guess like there's only so many like great light beers. Yeah, right. And, but like I think Mil- Miller for me was like a seven point like one or seven point or seven point. Okay, so you agree with um, me that it's below. Yeah, below I think Miller Light's the best light beer out there. Uh, Bud Light is you know right behind it. Um, and I mean, if there's any other recommendations for light beers out there, uh, I mean, I'd be hard pressed to believe I haven't tried them, but. Yeah. Feel free to shoot us, uh, hit us up on Twitter and give us some suggestions. But I think a six point eight is like for, for me in my eyes, that's a solid. It's a solid score. That is a solid yeah, score, yeah. and I think a seven point nine is a pretty solid score for, for uh, as well. Um, 
It's, it is very refreshing, though. I just took another sip, and the first taste, it, 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 uh, it is very refreshing. Look, so. my favorite drink, my favorite beverage of all time, no matter what, is water. So, <laughs> for a light beer, and I'm not talking, like, coarse light water. I'm t- like, Bud Light is actually has, like, a little bit more flavoring to it. Yeah. I, like, I can drink this light water and just... You know, pass it down. It, it, it serves its purpose. Yeah. Like, that's what it does. I could drink these, like, you know, very, like, you know, questionably fast. Yes. <laughs> and it just hits you. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wow. I finished, you're like, you're great. I finished 10 of these. Yeah, great. You're great. <laughs> um, but you don't like Coors Light, huh? I don't like, again, it's not like, oh, my God, I hate Coors Light. No, I know. I'm but, drinking, but, like, out of all the, the light beers, I'll put it this way. I'd rather drink Natty Light Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's like a beer you get when you run out of beer and then you gotta go to the store really quick yeah. and buy a cheap beer. But I, I think that's also too because like in college, like we just drank so much Natty Light and like, the, and Natty Light, when you're at like your frat parties and they're drinking Keystone oh. and then you have like a Natty Light, it tastes like a freaking blue moon compared to <laughs> Yeah, like, Keystone's not really that great. I've drank a few Keystones in my day. And, uh, you know, whatever, I was young at the time. Uh, I think I was about like 18, 19 years old, of course. Don't know if, don't, I don't know if Keystone's still around. I don't think it is. I haven't seen it in a long I time. I've seen awesome commercials. So, uh, <laughs> that's one thing I'll give them. It's been a very long time yeah. since I've seen a commercial, but I used to drink when I was like 18, 19 years old. And at that age, you're just like, hey, you know, there's girls here, I just want to get drunk. Exactly. You know, you're at, the, you're, you're at that mindset. Exactly. But I'm 30. Higher than Keystone. Yeah. So. And I'm 30 yeah. now, so now I like to drink alcohol and appreciate the alcohol that I am Absolutely. drinking, which is which is actually a lot nicer. Yeah. Than We're mature. Yeah, very mature. Yeah. Yes. We're good people. Yeah, you know. Uh, we have jobs. <laughs> We're good people. We do have jobs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, all right, that that sums up uh, the Bud Light talk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Tommy, let's uh, let's get into uh, the week two. Uh, Scores. And we're obviously, just like last time, as Giants and Eagles fans, we're going to save the Giants game and the Eagles game for last because we have a little bit more uh, analysis and you know stuff to talk about in those games. Um, but... Uh, let's let's start off with the other games. What, what game do you want to start off with first? We're going to start off with the Giants at Washington. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we're going to wait. So let's start off with one of the most shocking uh, matches of the weekend. Matches. What is this? Uh, <laughs> the Las Vegas Raiders visit Pittsburgh in their home opener. And wow. Um, I thought that Monday night game with the Raiders was a complete fluke, which I think everyone else did because that game was just atrocious. And also because this is what the Raiders have done the last few years. Yeah. They pull off these wins. They did it with Kansas City last year. They did it with Baltimore this year. Like they're all they're the biggest trap team. Like they are in, in the and they're not like they've never been like in this, this last the last couple of years. They've never been the worst team in football so it's never been like the ultimate trap game yeah, but been it's, average it's, every game that they win like in terms of rosters and, and the teams they're not the better team I sh- I, i've said in the past this year might be a little bit different we'll get into that but we will but uh but yeah i mean they, they just they do this every year so now it's almost like to be expected but that first half i was like no way and then the second half Wow, but that's last week. Yeah. This week, uh, 
So they won. They beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 26-17, which we both had, I believe, a win for Pittsburgh. We did. Our predictions. We did. Uh, and and so did everybody say, else. <laughs> I know every, everyone else is talking about this, but I have to talk about this too. Because, you know, I did, I've always said that I think he's better than he gets credit for. But Derek Carr Ugh. is looking I know. really good. Uh, and I'm not ready to eat my words yet. Because I know you were a little high on him, and you so far look like the spot-on guy here well, on this one. I mean, there's people that, I, like, he's in the MVP, like, for two weeks, like, they're, what, he's, everyone's talking about him as an MVP candidate, which, like, oh, God. I, I think, like, let's pump the brakes. <laughs> let's pump the brakes on that. Have another um, Bud Light. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's, pump, <laughs> let's pump the brakes on that uh, for a bit. Um, but I got to say, he looks very good in this game. I mean, he did. I mean, 28 of 37, 382 yards, two touchdowns, but he I might think... might have 5,000. I mean, well, he most likely will have 5,000. Oh, yeah, absolutely, because they're going to keep, they're gonna keep chucking it because he's got, he's, got, he's got some weapons that he likes throwing to. And I'd like to see this guy have a little bit of a breakout type of game, and that's Henry Ruggs. I was just about to bring that I mean, he's on the kick return game. He's also, I mean, five catches, 113 yards, a touchdown, and he rushed the ball one time too. So they're trying to get this the ball in this guy's hands, which I think they should have, they should do. So I'd like to see him getting a little bit more involved. And the touchdown pass that he caught was a 61-yard bomb from Carr, and that's like... I've been waiting for like that part of this game because I think I, I even coming out of the draft I was like Henry Ruggs is much more than just a deep threat, but his best like his best attribute is his deep threat ability. Yeah, and they have not been able to open that up. Right. So I'm very happy to see this. I hope like they build on that and they keep that going. Yep. Um, uh, the, like that's that that will uh, that, ultimately determine how far the Raiders can go uh, too. Like, well, that's what happens when you throw the ball to Darren Waller 19 times uh, the exactly, week before, you know. Exactly. So it's gonna, you know, they're gonna take the top off here. If we're gonna keep watching the underneath. But I think the real story here is the Raiders defense, which I continuously shit on. Um, they are looking actually like they're pretty good. I didn't even know they have Solomon Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, wow. He had a good game. Two sacks. And I mean, and I brought this guy up uh, before, um, but uh, what was I? Who was I talking about? I I brought him up before, but. um, That's okay. You'll remember. Max Max Crosby. Ah. Sorry. Max Crosby right now is the highest rated uh, pass rusher in football. Good for him, Um, man. And he is looking like an animal out there. He was a nightmare for Lamar last week. Well, um, Villanueva couldn't play. Like that's, that. true. Yeah. that's true. That's true. But, but hey, uh, that's not. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I don't, no, I don't no, want no, to take no, the credit no, away no. from. Yeah. But he has just been like he had five QB hits in this game. Um, you know, tackle for a loss. Uh, but he, he's just been like an animal for that for that front group. Um, but you know, Denzel Perryman looks really good. Uh, Jonathan Abram had a, had a great game. Uh, Corey Littleton. It was a big offseason signing for them. I wanted them. Uh, yeah, Casey Hayward looked really good. Uh, they, like their their defense, who I like I said, I always just rip on them because I, I feel like they always miss and they do dumb things. But they're playing good. They're playing good football. Uh, uh, they're coming up with stops. Th- I think they're, uh, they're they're a big candidate for me to you know fall from grace. Uh, I, I'm waiting for it. Okay, I, I, all right. But I'm I'm just saying like. 
so far, like I'm, I'm not going to judge it on what I think is going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to judge from what I see. Right. And what I see is defense coming together a little bit. Yeah, I mean. Albeit, I'm going to. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I got, got a little excited to talk. Okay. Finish your talk. Please. I was going to say, yeah. I, I will bring up that Ben Roethlisberger, and this is, what I, this is my main concern going into this year, is really starting to show his age. His age does not look like. He's hurt again. Yeah, like I, I think, I think it's about time. He had a great career, but it just—he knows it. He's been thinking about it these last couple years. He missed, he missed Chase Claypool like bad. We missed him bad on what should have been a touchdown, but he missed him a lot this game. Yeah, I didn't see this game. I was too busy throwing snowballs at Santa, so (laughs) (laughs) I had to. I'm sorry. He, he just. Does not look it, and that offensive line is brutal. And like, as much as I was, I was like, Najee Harris fits like that Steeler running back like so perfectly to a T that it was like really hard for me because I'm very much against drafting running backs in the first round. Me too. Like that almost felt like I was like, ah, eh, like I'm not as mad about this just because it just feels right, but. This is this, this is what every team should do. Just draft offensive line. I know. Just draft offensive line. You know, it's it's a boring pick, but I'm telling you, that's going to translate to wins for I you. I don't even think it's boring anymore. I, I know. Me, people, yeah. I think people know just how important Absolutely. that pick is. Because guess what? Wide receivers, you can get in the sixth round and they can be good. Running backs, you can get in the sixth round yep. and they can be good. Yep. Quarterbacks... Yeah, that's that's different. But, of like, course. but guess what? Before you draft your next quarterback, you gotta have a line. Look, at, look who is happening with Trevor Lawrence right now, dude. In my opinion, it's like I get excited if I draft a quarterback, a corner, or lineman, on look, either side of the ball, either I, side of the ball. I swear to God. Or Devontae Smith. I swear to God. <laughs> obviously, yeah. it depends on the team. But like, let's just say, for example, the Giants. Uh, if the Giants use every pick of next year's draft on offensive linemen, I'd be ecstatic. Because guess what? You need depth. You need competition. Have them all duke it out for starting yep. roles and backup roles, everything. The ones that'll make it will make it. The ones that won't, won't. I don't care. Just fix fix your offensive line. If you have a good offensive line, it'll make your quarterback better. It makes your receivers better. And mm-hmm. it definitely makes your running backs better. Yep. So then your offense, as long as you don't have a dumb dick offensive coordinator, <laughs> <clears throat> but uh, it, it'll change everything for you. Yep. And the Steelers, you know, they lost to Castro. They lost Phil in a wave of, does not look good right now, but was good for them. Uh, but they lost Pouncey. They're, they, they, they don't have that offensive line anymore. And, with an Asian quarterback, it's, it ain't working. Right. And, and a young running back. Yeah, it don't, it don't look good. It don't look good. So, Pittsburgh got to get it together. Yeah. Uh, let's go to, how about Cleveland? Uh, Texans visiting the Browns. I mean, I thought this game was going to be a complete washout. It really wasn't that, it wasn't that bad. Ten-point loss for the Texans? I, I mean, mean, I have to say, like, I had the Texans, and we both had the Texans not winning game this year. Yeah, I know. Um, and they shattered that. I mean, I guess last week was like one of the games that I could see them maybe winning against the Jaguars. Like, it's kind of like who's who's the worst team, right? Um, but they still play. They still kind of shocked me of how well they looked. Um, but this game, I, I thought was going to be an absolute blowout. 
I thought and, so too because I think the Browns are really, really good. And they they held they held the Browns. Like, right. They, they they held them for you know most of the game. Uh, it, it was 14-14 uh, at halftime, and then yeah, like then the Browns kind of did what the Browns were expected to do, but. It was. Uh, they hung in there. Yeah, they, they really did. They hung in there. I mean, look, it was 24-21 in the fourth quarter. Like, yeah. That, I don't know what else you can. It's anybody's ball game at yeah, that point, exactly. man. One play could go your way, and it's a complete, complete change. Exactly. So. Uh, I think that a couple things to take away uh, on the Texan side. Uh, I think Tyrod has been just a a spark plug for that team, and it's so unfortunate that he got hurt because I love this guy, and I think he ha- should have a starting role oh, yeah. somewhere because um, he, he he can win games. He can win games, um, yeah. even with the worst teams, and uh, it's just a bummer that he goes down. But Brandon Cooks still can ball. I was just going to say Brandon Cooks, man. He can, he's like a forgotten guy. Yep. Um, but he can still ball out. Uh, so... I mean, he, he might be uh, a good trade candidate at some point this year, um, depending on how, how the season looks. But Oh, they better trade him. Yeah. Yeah, they 100%. better. Him, David Johnson, they better, they better trade all these guys. All yep. Um, but on, on, the, on the Cleveland side, uh, Baker, again, was pretty close to perfect. For how they manage a game, you know, he was 19 of 21 through two incomplete passes. One was a pick. Um, which was kind of a. I didn't see it. Yeah, it, it was. It, it wasn't. It wasn't a great. Like Baker has those where it's like he'll have one or two really bad like reads that'll turn into that. Yeah. But other than that, like you know, he didn't throw the ball much, twenty-one times, but nineteen of twenty-one, two hundred thirteen yards, one passing touchdown, one rushing touchdown, and an interception, like. He's looked very, very good. He's looked very calm, composed. Like, he just marched the ball downfield. Um, Nick Chubb had another great game. He's a beast. Such a beast. Uh, And, and yeah, look, they just spread the ball around. Like, that's that's what they do. Uh, Landry got hurt in this game, but they just have guys that step up. Uh, Odell is coming back next week, so that should be a good pickup. Yep. Um, I got to start him. Good, uh addition with the loss of Landry, um, which I actually think is probably for the best, like to see like that transition might be better for Baker if Odell is there while Landry's out. So it's not kind of like the pressure of like trying to, you know, keep Odell happy while, you know, knowing that his best connection is with Landry. Yep. Uh, I'm so, curious to see how this how this you know, turns out. I'm also me curious too. to see when Landry comes back, how this yeah. turns out. Yeah. Too. So, definitely. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, look, the Browns the Browns did what they had to do. The Texans were, you know, a feisty, feisty team, but the Browns uh, got their got their first win of the season after it should have been their second win of the season, but right. should have, could have, would have. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that, that, that'll probably get them rolling, though. They I'm sure. Good. All right, so let's jump to Jacksonville, which, oh, rough. Yeah. You know, just... Um, I, I sent you that stat where Trevor Lawrence has just been terrible when when under pressure. Yeah, well, this this goes to show you, like, hey, Trevor, and look, welcome to the NFL, baby. Look, I mean, it, it, I get it that like you might not be in the situation like let's say the Lions are, where they're building up that offensive line to maybe draft their next quarterback. 
Maybe not. I don't know if they like golf. Golf hasn't looked terrible. He's actually so looked pretty good. Yeah, so, but. That touchdown of TJ Hawkinson, the corner of the end zone, great, gorgeous. Great. Gorgeous. Uh, but what they're doing is they built the offense. They have one of the best offensive lines of football, and they were great against Green Bay. They were. Um, and, like, so they're in a position where, like, they draft their next quarterback. He's sitting back there pretty. He's yep. sitting back there pretty. Yep. Jacksonville does not have a good offensive line and it is I'm not saying it's all their fault but it's clearly hurting Trevor Lawrence because he I, I mean I thought he, he was better in the game against Houston like this game was just it was rough it was it was um they got after Teddy a little bit though their defense did you know they got three sacks on yeah. him so, t- so, you know, they're going to have to tell you a little bit, but, I mean, they, they got really nothing going for them in, in the receiving game. Yeah. It's, it's just, I mean, Marvin Jones, six he, receptions, 55 still, yards. He is, man. But, like, DJ Chark, one catch, 19 yards. Robinson, how many completed passes did he have? 14 only? For 118 yards. Yeah, 14 of 33. Yeah. That's a tutty bad. and two interceptions. Again. That's 40-something percent. Yeah. So, Trevor Lawrence already threw five picks this year in yeah. two games. So, this could be a 20-interception year. Yeah. Well, again, that, that's always been a thing. Like, even at Clemson, like, everything else was so beautiful. But he, threw, he, throw, he throws picks. Yeah, like, he'll... He, he throws picks. Like, yep. that, that's been... That's not like anything new or like, oh, welcome to the NFL. Like, he's throwing picks pretty much his whole. He'll try and squeeze it in yeah. there, huh? Yeah. Have, oh, okay. Let's jump to the uh, the Broncos really quick. So, Teddy doing his thing, man. 26 of 34, 328, two touchdowns. Running game looks good. Javante Williams might be taking that role yeah. away a little bit. Better trade Melvin Gordon while I can. Yeah. Uh, Cortland Sutton, great game, game. dude. But let's take a second. Patrick Sertain getting his first interception of the year and his first game starting. He looks really good. Yeah. Really good. So I want to thank the Broncos for taking Patrick Sertain because if he didn't, the Cowboys were going to. Yes. So I, I thank thank you, Broncos, for making that happen for me. I really appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the defense looked good. Um, you know, Von Miller got a sack there. Uh, sucks Bradley Chubb's getting. I know. Uh, surgery. He's going to be out what two months? Something like that. Yeah. So he's he's been he's been ailing. You know, yeah. they, they, he really should have gotten the uh, surgery a little sooner. But I guess uh, he tried to play through it. And I also want to bring up too uh, Noah Fan. Uh, he really like his style. Like it reminds me of of Gronk. Like the way he he moves and the way he catches and like runs after the catch reminds me a lot of Gronk um, and he's proven that like he can be you know he, he can really be a, a, a top tier tight end in the league um, so I hope that they continue he has to stay healthy he's had problems with staying healthy yeah, yeah. but I really hope that they continue to work him in uh, and, and keep you know getting him targets uh, I, I really think that that'll That'll help benefit the Broncos moving forward because he looks really, really good. Yeah, um, and he wears eighty-seven like Gronk too. Yeah. So hey, there's that. There's that. There's that. All right. Um, and and also too, real quick. Yeah, good, good. Brandon Manis might be the most underrated kicker in football. I drafted him because yeah. he's got a freaking leg. Dude, uh, he doesn't miss either. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got consi- a freaking leg. He's very consistent. Like, uh, 
I'm not going to say he's the best kicker in football, but he's you de- can. definitely the most underrated. Until Justin Tucker is out of there, you know. I also got to watch out for my boy Graham. No, dude, what a game. The guy is automatic. MVP. If it's 50 plus, I'm never worried. You shouldn't be. That's why it doesn't He hasn't make, shown you anything to be worried about. It doesn't make any sense when they're on the 40 yard line and they punt the ball. Even on that crappy field down there in Landover, Maryland, I I hate that stadium. I can't stand it. There's so many injuries from the Eagles I've seen over the past few years. That life is up there, but FedEx Field is. Yeah, no, well. Don't discredit MetLife that much. I mean, Landover is just a different animal. Yeah. It's, it's brutal. So let's jump into the Saints visiting the Panthers. All right. So how about those freaking Panthers, man? Freaking- I got to say, you called this. Uh, I did not see them being uh, this good. Um, now, yeah, the one game was against the Jets, but I think I even had – I thought the Jets were going to be like the shock winner there too. But this game, like after seeing what the Saints did, the Packers, I thought the Saints were going to crush Carolina. Dude, Alvin Kamara could not do anything. Yeah, I know. Nothing. I know. You have have Kamara? Oh, dude, rough. It's – I, I honestly, I didn't think they would get the Saints that good. But this is like – the scoreboard shows it closer than what it was. This is a blowout. And – Scoreboard shows twenty six to seven. I know, but like you know, I mean, okay, twenty points, nineteen points. That's, that's okay. Would you say the blowout? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's the Saints only scored seven points. <laughs> yeah, so I would say that's a blowout. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know where else to go here, but the Saints just laid a freaking egg. I mean, Jameis was eleven of twenty two for one hundred and eleven yards and two picks. Yeah, I never understood the whole Jameis Winston was like great thing. I think the Packers had a really off game that game. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to give him his credit. Like, he was good. he was very good, but he have to do anything. But this is but this is Jameis. Like, he is inconsistent. And he, yeah, it's kind true. of like the Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like, you know, one game where he looks like a franchise quarterback, and the next game where he looks like he doesn't belong in the league. I thought Sean Payton would get him a little right, though. I th- well, you know, I I thought that we were beginning to see that. Yeah. With that last game and this game, they're playing a worse team, and with def like. Well, I, I would have said a worse secondary uh, before. J.C. Horn looks very good, um, but I wanted J.C. Horn. But uh, but yeah, they did not. They looked really bad. Like they looked worse than Carolina looked good, and Carolina looked good. Yeah. Uh, Sam Darnold had another very very solid game. Twenty six of thirty eight, three hundred five yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Uh, Christian McCaffrey continues to do. Christian McCaffrey things. Yeah, not not a great day running the football, but doesn't matter in the in the you know in the receiving game. He's he always also there. Had five catches, I know. Yards. I know. I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. you know, running the ball was like, eh, okay. He got a t- he got a touchdown, which is cool. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's always a threat in the passing game too. But uh, yeah, I mean, they just they just absolutely demolished them, and I gotta say, their their defense, the Carolina's defense, is the, the big. Thing to talk about here. They they really impressed me. Uh, they got some real playmakers, uh, and you know they have a real decent like underrated pass rush there. Brian Burns, yeah, who I really like. He's off to a great start this year. He looks very good. Yeah, Hassan Reddick had a huge game. Um, 
back with back with Matt Rule too. Yeah, you know exactly too Temple. Yeah, um, that's awesome. But uh, yeah, they, I mean their defense, their defense looks a lot better than I expected it to. Yeah, no, I'm um, I'm actually very imp- very very impressed with the yeah. Panthers. Um, I think they're going to continue to get better, and yeah, I and, mean, and I thought that again. The, the talk of last week was the Saints offense, offense against the Packers, but the Saints defense, which we all expected to be good this year, looked they, – they played the part, um, and then this year this, – this game, they just – they fell completely flat. Oh, completely. Yeah. I mean, they have no positives from the offensive no. side of the ball, in my opinion. Or the defensive, uh, or the defensive side of the ball. Or the, yeah, like, they really. Just, they were all around bad. Yeah. They they just they just laid an egg. I mean yeah. I mean they picked up the Arnold. I mean they got a couple sacks, but their 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 leader leading receiver was Lil Jordan Humphrey. Oh, he's already my favorite player. Absolutely great yeah. football. Absolutely one reception for twenty seven yards. Lil, if you have the name Lil in your first name, love you. It's Lil apostrophe Jordan. I love it. I love it. What a, is I he gotta, available? In my I gotta meet his parents. <laughs> but he he had one catch for twenty seven yards. Let Led them in receiving. Yeah. Yeah. And other than that, I mean, Kamara is a close second at four catches, 25 yards. But, I mean, nothing. Nothing going for them. All right. This game, this game obviously sucked from start to end. Yeah, it was, it was like a brutal game. All right. Now let's go to my buddy in Indianapolis. Carson Wentz and the Colts were taken on the Los Angeles Rams. Sorry about that. I put the volume up really quick. Let me go back, actually, because I accidentally hit something. Hold on. All right, here we go. All right, anyway, so the Rams actually played a pretty close game with the Colts. I thought it was going to be a little bit more of a, not blowout, but a little bit more of a point differential. So it was funny, like, going, I, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm not, I can't be 100% sure, but I, I think, like, our preseason predictions, I had a similar score to this. I thought it was going to be a close game. Okay. Um, and I, I had the Rams edging it out and I think I, I really do think it was something like 27 24 it was like a, it was a close game like three-point differential or something but after seeing the Rams week one and the Colts week one I was thinking that this was going to be a bigger it was going to be a, a bigger point differential than, than this yeah um, the Colts hung in there uh, I, I think there were a lot of like little mistakes like Stafford threw uh, a bad pick uh, that kind of got, got the Colts back into it. But this was a back-and-forth game. Like, um, you know, the the Colts, uh, they – I believe they – no, they did they ever take the lead? No, they never did take the lead. But they hung in there all game. They, they, oh, did. they did take the lead. Yeah, 20, 21-17. They took the lead at one point in the fourth quarter. Um, but then, then it came – you know, became a battle of field goals uh, – so there's uh, not like you know holding holding the Colts offense to 27 points. Um, Rams offense. Uh, the Rams offense 27 yeah. points. You know isn't terrible considering how good this offense looks. Yeah. Um, well, I mean the Colts defense I think is pretty decent. I know that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, I, there's just something with the Colts that like something's off. Like Michael Pittman had a great game, which I'm very excited about because I think he he's going to be a premier wide receiver in this mm-hmm. league uh, in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jonathan Taylor, like the the red the, the Colts red zone offense is just 
Jonathan Taylor has eight ru- eight rushing attempts inside the ten yard line and zero touchdowns. One was called back, um, but zero touchdowns. Uh, they can't seem to score in in that red zone. They're, they're getting field goals. Uh, where, Carson, 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 yeah, Carson, Carson. <laughs> and he just doesn't look right. Obviously, he got hurt, but. Was he? Is he not? Was he not a hundred percent anyway? I mean, I, I don't think he was a hundred percent, but like, I think he was good enough to play the last two weeks, and he just does not look great. He's holding on to the ball too long. Um, oh, I've heard this story. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Is it time to? Is it time to worry? I mean, they're already worrying they're over there in Indianapolis. There's a lot. Those writers are already getting on him. Some people just don't like him. And hey, you know, I, I, I think, I think he's a great guy. I really do. I just, uh, I don't know. It's just, I don't think he's ever. He, let's just, let's just cut, cut the shit. He's never gonna be 2017 Carson again. He's done. It's tough to, it's tough to believe. It's tough to re- reciprocate that. First off, but I've seen nothing of that Carson. Yeah, and that, that's such a shame because. He was unbelievable that year. Oh, he was tremendous. Unreal. Yeah. I thought I had I, I thought I had my starter for 12 years, but anyway, I'll stop reminiscing. Yeah. But he's just been declining ever since. And I thought Frank working with Frank Reich would be a little bit better. I now let, let, let's actually throw this out there too. I mean, I'm a I'm an avid Carson hater because of obvious reasons. But anyway, um he didn't have a preseason. So he didn't get a lot of snaps there. So this is kind of his working into it. Sure. And I don't know who sprains both ankles. Yeah, I don't know how that happens. I I I I've never heard of that before. I don't know how that happens? I don't either. But he said apparently his right is worse than his left. I mean, either way, I mean, both ankles are sprained. That's yeah, awful. Like, like, that's both. They're both worse. So <laughs> I mean, just sketch in our second round pick this year because yeah. we're not getting a first for that. Um, but I mean, another yeah. another big story here. Uh, Cooper Cup. Oh my god! For 163 yards, two touchdowns. Beast. Uh, and he had like he I, right now he's he's looking like uh, a top ten receiver. I mean, yeah, like, best wide receiver in as football. It's, as it stands right now, yeah, he's the best receiver through two weeks. But like, let's just look at what he brings to the table. And you know, going into this year, he's not a top ten wide receiver. He looks like he might be emerging with Matt Stafford as a clear-cut top 10 receiver. Yeah, no, I, I'll agree with you. Yeah, yeah absolutely, uh, I'll agree with you. And that that goes a long way because he, what I've noticed too, especially the, like in the first two weeks, he's a very underrated route runner. He is. He's a good route runner. Yeah, very good route runner. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's what makes him a good receiver because if and, he wasn't, he would not and, succeed. And it's funny too, like, and I've watched him, you know, every year he's been in the league, and I watched him in college because I was actually a big fan of his in college and thought he'd be a good, like, third-round pick. Um, I, I believe he was a, ended up being a third-rounder, second-rounder, maybe a fourth-round, in that range, like, mid-round guy. He, he was a mid-round guy, um, huh? And, and that's where he was expected to go, but I thought he'd oh. be a good pickup for any team. Uh, but I, in college, maybe because he was, like, Thinner, he always seemed like one of those like smaller Julian Edelman, Wes Welker. He's a big guy. Yeah, he's I I think he's like six one at least. Um, I think uh, six two. He's six two two oh eight. Okay, well, like, uh, yeah, that's a pretty decent size. He, he's a he's a big guy. Yeah, like 
uh, like obviously not like DK Metcalf big, but like <laughs> he's not Wes Welker, Julian Edelman. That's like, a that's a different animal. He's six two two oh eight. Like he's a mean dude. Yeah, he is. Um, so uh, all all is well with the Rams. I still have them as uh, an easy Super Bowl contender. Oh yeah, um, I think they're an NFC, NFC title game team. Colts, I'm starting to worry a little bit about, but I think they have uh, they're they're the best zero and two team in football, and they. Can, they can definitely write this ship. Man, they, the schedule doesn't get easier for them though. They got to go to Tennessee this week, and you think they're going to get the doors blown off them two like two games at home? You know, because they lost to Arizona by like thirty. So I don't think they're going to get the doors blown off. Them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'll get into that. Well, you know, let's let's jump into that game. Okay, let's go. Um, Hold on, big. Uh, get that going. Okay. So we had Tennessee and Seattle, um, with Tennessee pulling off a. Uh, very uh, sort of, uh, I get it wasn't a miraculous comeback, but they they looked like they were down and out. Like this first half looked like Seattle was running away with a blowout. And yeah, I was starting like in, in in this first half, I was starting to think like, man, this is another team because go, going into the year, we both had the Titans and the Colts making the playoffs and fighting for winning that division, but also like sneaky dark horses. Yeah. Not that there's the, you know, the chiefs, the Browns, the bills, the Ravens, uh, like they were kind of like the, the one tier in the AFC. And then you have like yes. the, the Colts and the Titans as that dark horse team that could, you know, sneak its way past, uh, like they, the they, they can upset somebody. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Titans first game, uh, I didn't think they looked good. Uh, this game, you know, the the first half, like the the first half just looked terrible. Henry was not looking good. Uh, they failed to get the ball to AJ Brown. Uh, Julio was actually having a good game, um, but overall, I was like thinking, like, man, are the Titans? Julio had a great game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, um, good for him. But are the Titans going downhill? Like, I don't know. I think. Well, uh, I mean, I, I would think the same thing too because they're leading twenty-four to nine at halftime. Exactly. So. I was just like, man, this isn't looking good for the Titans. And then, I mean, the third quarter, there not much happened. Like Derrick Henry started to, you know, get back yeah. on track, got that touchdown, <laughs> put them in, you know, once admitted a one-score game. <laughs> they went to the locker room. Vrabel took some Advil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he just got in that team's ear, yeah. and they, they came out and they responded. Because that fourth quarter, especially after the Freddie Swain damn near 70-yard touchdown pass from, from Ross, yeah. they came back. Like, Derrick Henry ran angry with a 60-yard home run, um, and then they marched down the field again, uh, scored, put it into overtime, and then got the field goal to win it. Yeah. Uh, so great resilience by the Titans. Um, who they, needed who needed a win and they, a big win in Seattle. Needed, that is not an easy place to they, get a win. They needed a win, um, but and for Seattle, I don't feel bad about this game. Like I don't either because I expected, I did not expect Seattle to be that good this year based on their defense, and I think their defense is what lost them this game um, because they let. Uh, yeah, sure. It's Derrick Henry, and you're going up against Julio and AJ Brown. But like, they let them crawl back into this game when Russ was just Russ has looked fantastic. Tyler Lockett has looked fantastic. Oh, you got to tell like, me about Russ looking good, man. Yeah. I love Russ. But he's looked tremendous. Yep. Tyler Lockett again. He looks like a top ten receiver this yeah. year. Uh, had a monster game. 
this offense is – I'm back on the Seahawks, like, being a, a, a threat just because of the offense. Yeah. The defense has always been a concern, and it has been the last few years, and they've overcome it. And I felt like last year is when it was really starting to catch up to them, and I thought this year it was going to be like the uh, things are going to get real ugly. The offense still looks good, so – Tough loss. Obviously, it's kind of a bit of a heartbreaker. You gave up a, a big comeback in a game you should have won. Yep. But if I'm Seattle, I think they regroup and they, Absolutely. Take, they take the positives out of this and they come back firing. Next I mean, week. they played a good game. They, they just, did. you know, they, they had a bad second half. Yeah. That's all it is. Um, I think Seattle is still a, a good team and actually better than I thought they were going exactly. to be. Exactly. Which I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. So let's just go into the next game, which I'm only, we're only going to spend like a couple seconds here because there's really nothing to bring to this one. And that's the Bills and the Dolphins. You, you knew it, right? It so, yeah, there's another one like that too, which, you know, I'll mention Tampa Bay and uh, Atlanta. Yeah, but, <laughs> but anyway, let's just touch up on the Bills and Dolphins really quick. Woof. Um, Dolphins' home opener was just a complete dud. Tua got hurt fairly early, actually. Yeah. So I don't know how long he's out for. I think he's out for like what four to six weeks, something like that. Did they announce that? I believe he's out like four to six weeks, something like that. Fractured ribs, right? Yeah. Um, he's on IR. Yeah. So he's out for at least three. I tell you what, that this is just not good. No, it's it, no, it's great. No, no, yeah, yeah, for yeah. for your sake. But I'm saying for Tua's sake, like he needs to play. Not only does he need to play, he needs to show that he. Can't get hurt. Yeah, I know. Like he's one of he's one of the few guys that like obviously you don't want anybody getting hurt. Like no, but he's one of those guys where it's like you have to prove to me that you can stay healthy because that's the main concern with you. Yep. Like the other stuff we can work through, but your health and your ability to stay on the field, like no matter how good you can like show us to be, like that's a real concern with your longevity and. We might just move on from you if just because of your injury history. Yeah, because that was the whole reason, like the the draft thing. Like they were like, ah, like a lot of teams are like, I don't, I, he's off my draft board. Like that needed or wanted a quarterback because they just didn't trust his injury history. And I don't blame and, him. Yeah, yeah like, I don't this blame is, him. This is becoming a, a real problem, and it's unfortunate. Like because you know it's a contact sport, it's a brutal sport. You know injuries are part of it, but not good. And, yeah. And I, I, I still have not been, like, big on the Dolphins. Like, everyone always – well, not everyone. Like, the last two years, like, after their spending spree and they, they played okay, uh, people were expecting, like, you know, them to, to build on that and, and get better. I still don't see it. I, they, they have some good players here and there, but they don't have a good all-around team. Right. Uh, so, like, I'm not there yet. So, I wasn't expecting them to have a, a good year. But this was this was bad. And you knew you knew Buffalo after that loss to Pittsburgh that they were they were gonna they were going to come out for blood. They were going to come for blood. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Devin Singletary is having a very nice start to the season. He is. He, he is. rushed all over Pittsburgh last week, which I don't know why they didn't keep giving him the ball. And he did it again this week uh, against Miami. Um, and you know, Allen. And the the run game was where it was a blowout. Like so, you know what. You're not gonna. Not that good of a game. No, but but like, if you want to see a throw that not many players can make across their body, yeah. watch that touchdown pass to yeah, Stephon Diggs. Diggs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Diggs but, is wide open, but yeah, like, but still, I mean, you know, he's rolling out to his right, throws across his body in the middle of the field. So. Yeah. 
But uh, I mean, and Allen did it. have five carries for thirty-five yards, which is good. Um, but yeah, not, not the greatest passing game um, from him. Not not horrible, like not not terrible, but not like a wow. Josh Allen. I know, like uh, I drafted a little shaky start to the season. I, I drafted him in one of my leagues, and like it was one of those picks where I was like, "Should I have done that?" You know, because I think this, I think this is a decent candidate to have like a little bit of a drop off. Uh, I, I can see like him not replicating last year, but still being good. Uh, but like, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be patient on Josh Allen. I'm not Me gonna too. Overreact. Yes, yeah, um, but like it, it's kind of been a little bit of an underwhelming start. It has been. Uh, for me. Yeah. So, anyway, 35 nothing. Good for the Bills. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, you know what? Let's let's jump into this one really quick. Another big blowout, too. And that's the New England Patriots oh, at the okay. New York Jets. Yeah. And, my God, Zach Wilson, Jesus. Just terrible. Rough. Three, yeah. three passes, three picks um, for, for the first three passes. You know, Get out of here. Is that how it started? It was, it was his first three passes. Oh my God. Jesus. Um, Can you imagine being there at the game? Jets home opener. You want to see your rookie quarterback and this guy, the sta- I mean, the stadium is probably silent while the offense is working too. And he's just throwing picks. It's it, it, like brutal. He did not have a good game. What I so what Robert Sala said, and I actually really liked this after the game, and because I this game I actually watched. I was up in Boston uh, this past weekend, so I, I watched a good bit of this game. And what I was noticing, and it like, and you know, I was thinking like, oh, maybe I'm just looking at this one way, but it, Robert Sala seemingly agreed. Zach Wilson almost tries to make two like because he's got such talent and like so much ability like a great arm like all this he's flashy that he tries to do too much like when something's not there he'll try to make it there and you can even see it like late in the game when the game was over but they were still like you know don't he made a great pass that obviously did not matter at all but it was like a pass and it was like one of those like like there's something there. There's something there. There's, like, something, there's something there. there. But he has to learn how to, you know, play. Like Robert Sala said, he's like, sometimes boring is good. Sometimes boring is good. Sometimes you need to be boring. Zach will, he's got so much talent that sometimes he'll try to make things happen when they're not there. And it can be very detrimental to the team. We've seen a bunch of quarterbacks do that. Absolutely. Um, Johnny Manziel comes to mind. Yeah. Um, but I think, look, I, I think Zach Wilson will be fine. Um, but Me too. This was, but yeah, th- like this is something. This is a good learning experience because, and it, it, why it's a good learning experience is Robert Sala, like identified it right away. So you know he's going to be like talking to him, like, "Hey, like, you don't have to try to make every play a big play yeah. or make something happen." Every play. I see what you're doing, but like. We don't have to do exactly. that, you know. Like, exactly, and that, and he'll he'll learn from that. Yeah. Um. Other than that, there's really not much to say on the Jets side of the ball. I yeah, mean, not much. That, so, and Zach Wilson had a very bad game. But another thing I want to point out is Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence. Uh, they both have the most drops from receivers this year. They have seven each. Wow. From their receivers. So also wow. not getting help from the receivers, and they also, I believe, both of them have the highest pressure rate. Um, and I thought the well, Jets' offensive line would be a little bit better, but Mackay Beckton. Yeah, exactly. I was just about to say that you got to know him going out just completely yeah, um, hurts them. But 
But so like the Jets, you know, they they got they got some problems. Uh, Patriots, I thought looked good. Uh, Mac Jones looked very good. Yeah. Conservative game. There was a blowout, so he didn't really do much. Didn't throw a touchdown pass, but twenty two of 30, 186 yards. Uh, you know, not asking much in a blowout game. Like, no. Being like just straight, like straight line vanilla, but that's all he needed to be, and that and that's great. That's what we want to see in games. Like right, right. Damian Harris had a great game, great run, like a beast mode run. Uh, but yeah, not really much to take away from a game like this. Nope. Better team won. Yep. Uh, Mac Jones looked good. Zach Wilson did not look good, but has I think this is a learning experience. Uh, this is my opinion. Like uh, like the Dolphins probably did in their like meetings on Monday or Tuesday, whenever the teams meet or whatever. Just scrap it. Completely just scrap it. Don't even talk about it. No. Just go on to the next game. No, no reason to. Yeah. No reason to. Just a young team with with a new new coach that is trying to build something there. There's going to be bumps and bruises along the way. Take it, learn from it, move on. Yep. Move on. Agreed. Okay, so let's jump into another blowout just to kind of uh, keep it going here. So the Falcons visit the Buccaneers, and I think this is not a shocker to anyone. This is a complete and utter like just killing. Yeah. Of, of the Atlanta Falcons. But they did hang in there a little bit in the beginning of the game. But, you know, it didn't it didn't last long because yeah, uh, Tom Brady, five touchdown passes. Unfreaking un, un real. The guy's 44 years old. He's already got nine touchdowns on the year. It's it's unbelievable how much this guy has evolved with the game. And we, are, we, we really are witnessing, like, I, I, I'm sure there were guys that said this back in Joe Montana's age, you know, Babe Ruth's age. Um, I mean, well, Michael Jordan. I guess Michael Jordan too. But like, you know. Wayne oh yeah, Gretzky, Jordan. Like any, any Gret, yeah, Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Like, 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 there's never gonna be this again. I don't and, think. And, and usually, and usually, you know, they're again Joe Montana, Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, yeah, uh, Wayne Gretzky, Connor McDavid, or Sidney Crosby, like, Sydney, yep. like whatever. Nobody compares to this guy. Tom it's... Brady. Like, I do not think. That you'll ever see. I mean, this guy. Like, when he said to Gronk the other day, jokingly, "I might play on 50. He might. He might actually he do might, it because you know what? They have a great old. Like, he doesn't get hit. No. Nope. He doesn't get hit. He gets rid of the ball early. Yeah. He still throws the ball beautifully. He stays fit in shape. He's yeah. had that that miracle magic trainer that injects him with some sort of fucking I don't know what it is. <laughs> I think he's an alien. I really he do. Be. He might be he an might alien. Be. The, the the rules are softer now, so like the the quarterbacks don't get hit as much and if they do, you know, there's gonna be a penalty. Yeah. Um he legitimately might play like no one's gonna break any of his records. Oh no. It's just impossible. He's about to pass Drew Brees for passing yards, oh. and no one's gonna catch no, this. No one. He's no one. he's just uh unfreaking real. And and right now they're they're my Super Bowl favorites. They gotta be. Yeah. I mean, great defense behind them. Secondary, you can talk about that if you want, but I mean just you know what? They're probably gonna no, I'll score anybody anyway. And, and, and they're probably going to add to the secondary. Yeah, and plus the fact that Tom Brady's on the other sideline, that's always going to be in your head. 100%. You know? saw it with the Rams in the Super Bowl. Absolutely. And that's what I said. I said, Jared Goff played as good as you can play that season. And I was like, he's going to fall completely flat because he's looking on the other side of that sideline yeah. he's playing Tom Brady. How about Josh Rosen getting in the game this game, huh? I, I liked that. He threw two I, incompletions, I, but I, hey, he was I, in the game. I think he should have been in the game earlier. Uh I, 
this, and I wasn't even going to get into this, but I don't understand why he hasn't gotten more of a shot. Not, not that I think like, okay, he's going to be, he's going to be good or he's going to, he's going to be a franchise quarterback or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I see all these other quarterbacks like get an opportunity when an injury happens or like there's a blowout. And I feel like Josh Rosen has been on what, like four or five different teams now. Yeah. And he doesn't get that opportunity. And I don't understand why, like maybe like, you know, there's something there. I, I don't see everything obviously, but like, it's like a why not because when I watched him in Miami, it wasn't Arizona. I mean, Arizona was a shit show when he was there, and Miami was a shit show too. And how do you press up on Tyler? Him, when I watched him in Miami, he actually, like, I've never seen less help for a guy where I was like, it was a game against the Cowboys that I was like, Josh Rosen looks like he can be a good quarterback in this league. And just the rest of the team just just did not help him whatsoever. Like I never saw like consistent drops, fumbles, like everything was a disaster. I know, but I know. like, and and I'm not saying, I'm definitely not saying he like okay, this guy's going to be a good quarterback. But I'm like, why, especially a team like the Falcons, who are dog shit. They are the 2018 New York Giants. They're exactly that. They follow the same mantra with keep Matt Ryan another year, drafting Kyle Pitts. Stupid. Which, it's drafting Kyle Pitts is like drafting Saquon Barkley. Great player, does not fit your timeline. What is he going to do not, for you? And he's not going to do anything. He's not going to do wasting, anything for you. You're wasting their years, and you're not going to be good by drafting players like that. I know. And you're and you're deciding not to be a quarterback. I know. Matt Ryan is clearly done. There was one there for the taking. They could have got Fields, and they could have got um. Wait, no, hold on. Wait, Wilson was gone. Lawrence is gone. There, isn't there a fourth man there? No, Lance, Lance was gone too. Lance, Lance was gone, gone too. Lance, okay, yeah. so yeah, you got Fields sitting there. You know, you could have took Fields. Even Matt Jones. Yeah, it would have it would have made my mock draft look better. I'll tell you that. Yeah. You know, yeah. but wow, um, just um, yeah, like the Falcons. At least they put up more than six. Yeah, I mean that, that's you know that that's good, I guess. But like, I, I, the, the Falcons are horrible. Yeah, they are a bad football team. Like their defense is. They're definitely the worst defense in football. They gotta be. They there's there's be. no playmakers anywhere except for Deion Jones. They're they're That's terrible. They're yeah. terrible. Um, so I think it's gonna be a long year for the Falcons. And I again, I don't know where they begin, right. like with with fixing this team because they draft a quarterback next year. Their offensive line is trash. Yep. They have weapons. That's the one thing they have. Yeah. So yeah, Atlanta's defense is just atrocious and I, I don't know yeah they're not very good uh the whole team's not good and i, I arthur smith i mean I the first game obviously i got a good taste of him because well good taste of him but no, taste of a, him. a good taste yeah. of the game anyway so the eagles blew them out 32 to 6 and he coached a terrible game um, they did put up 25 against the Bucks, which is cool. I don't know how much of it was garbage time. Maybe a whole bunch of it was. But either way, Arthur oh. Smith has got to show something here to get this team going just a little bit. You know? Yeah. It, it, it wasn't – I'll say this. It wasn't garbage time. Like, they came within 25-28 at the end of the third quarter. Okay. Um, so, like, they hung in there, but at, at the same time, like, 28-25 and – you 
give up a touchdown in the fourth, and then you have two pick sixes to end the game. Like that's that's just bad bad football. And and I, I won't even t- I I have my qualms about the offense, and it is evident with the two pick sixes to end the game. But like they, even even a team like the Buccaneers, like twenty eight points in the and through, through through three quarters, like I don't care who you're playing or how, like if, if your team is bad, like I mean that just like your team is bad because of that. Like yeah. I'm sorry, like you're just bad. Right. Um. Like if you give up 35 points in a game, your defense is bad. Like absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, let's move on to the last and final blowout. That we're gonna we're gonna touch up on, but this game stayed close to the halftime. Actually, yeah. I'll, I'll spoil it. The Lions were ahead by three points at halftime, and they were looking good. They were looking good. I mean, Jared Goff looks fantastic. He, like we, I mentioned before, he threw a great pass to T.J. Hawkinson Ooh, in the corner of the end zone. Looks fantastic. Oh, dude, he looks great. I think he's like probably. This, I think he, this is a breakout year for T.J. Hawkinson. Yeah, could, and I was always high on him, but like, I think this year he, he breaks out. Is he a top? Three tight end, what you saying? Who's ahead of him? Kelsey. Well, Kelsey obviously. Waller. Waller. And I mean, is he ahead of Kittle? Uh, I think he is right now. Right now, I don't know. Like Kittle is just not involved with that offense. I I like to think it's because of the amazing game plan the Philadelphia Eagles had for him, but that's just me. But but the first game, he didn't. He didn't do anything either. either. No, no. I, I don't really know what what that's all about, but. Uh, I mean, so far, I, I'm not. I'm not willing to. I'm not ready to. You know, neither am I. Off, no. off. I mean, obviously, you have Kelsey Waller, but like, Hawkinson looks very, very good. Yes, he, he looks like he, he slimmed down a little bit. It seems like, um, and and again, Hawkinson is good at. He, he can block. He can run. He can catch. Like very athletic. Um, got sure hands. Like he, he looks very, very good. That touch. Like that touchdown pass. Was terrific. The catch was also terrific. Yep, yep. I and mean, the route. And, and the route was great too. And the I think the Lions on defense had a great game plan for them yeah. to start the game. Yeah, they were they would give up whatever little runs or little swing passes they wanted. They didn't care about that. They just didn't want to get beat deep, and yeah. it was working for the most part. And you could see Aaron was getting frustrated. Yeah, like look, I have to say another another point uh, that I brought up before is yeah. like. The, the Lions, they know, kind of like we were talking about off-air with the Texans, the Lions know that they're going to be bad this year. They know the talent. Yeah. There. They know they're rebuilding and everything. And the, the score of this game kind of tells a different game than, than it was. Uh, the, the, Lions, the Lions have to be encouraged from a couple of things they're seeing, mainly Jared Goff. Yeah. Uh, who looks like, and I know he came out and said he, he's happy to Play somewhere that, that wants him, but look, I, I know some people might like. Okay, like really guys, that does make, <laughs> that makes a difference. Like, it that, does make a difference too. Psyche because him McVay yeah. really went at it, and that will that does not give your quarterback confidence, and that'll make him do dumb shit. Yes, and if your guy is behind you, uh, Jerichoff. Look, Jerichoff wants to. He was number one overall pick. He knows that, like, he got traded here and there's a chance because he's on a rebuilding team that they might draft their future quarterback. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jared Goff is like, wait a minute. Like, don't forget about me. I'm 
because he's 26. He's yeah, 26 no, he's young. Like, he's young. He's got to be like, hey, I, I, I'm still like, I'm still here, and like, I, I'm, I want to prove to you guys that and, like I can be your quarterback moving forward. And so far, he's, he's playing all right. So this is Monday Night Football, and I am a big fan of the whole Peyton Eli broadcast. Yes. I think it's, I think it's awesome stuff. And Peyton came out and said that he believes wholeheartedly that Jared Goff is a starting caliber quarterback and that he could be a good quarterback in this league. And he showed it to he's, me. He's, he's well, been showing it to he's, me. He's showed what he can do. Yep. Like that year, again, the, the M- he didn't win MVP that year, did he? No. He, it was an MVP caliber year. Absolutely. Um, the one they were the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, yeah. He played tremendous that year. And yes, it's with McVay and a oh, team. What was that? What was that game? They played um shoot. I think it was a Sunday night or Monday night game that one year. It was like oh, 52 was, to yeah, like 49 or something. The, the Chiefs. Was it, was it the Chiefs? Was it Seahawks? Oh god, it's gonna bother me. It was a very like it was a game that was it, it was, was two it, powerhouse it was teams. Five touchdowns or oh, yeah. yards. He like, was on freaking yeah. real. So like and, 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 and then they're playing at the Coliseum. It might have been. I, I remember the game. I can't remember the opponent, Yeah, me either. But, um, it's going to bother me. But either way, I mean, he he, he played really good to me. Yeah. I, I like, think he's been, he's been playing really good I've, to me. I, I've been hot and cold with him because, like, the good's really good, and I've seen the bad, and the bad is bad. But, like, it not like it's not like a Jameis Winston or, like, a Ryan Fitzpatrick, like, good and bad. Like, mm-hmm. his, his good is – as good as that, and as bad isn't as bad as like right. Winston Fitzpatrick. So like, I, I think there is still something there with Jared Goff. I mean, he's number one pick for a reason. Uh-huh. Uh, and look, I, I I really do hope that he has a good year and can stay in this league because you never I don't know unless the guy is he like, will a, a piece of shit like you <laughs> never want to root against a quarterback. Like, yeah, he will. He yeah, will. He'll so, stay in this league. He's talented enough where he will. Yeah. And that whole notion where. McVay was really the mastermind behind Jared Goff's success. That's not that, that crowd's not really doing that well because Jared Goff's been been playing very well. Yeah. So you know, either way, I'm uh, a first year coach. I don't have much. Yeah, right. I don't have much to say about Aaron. And then also, actually, let me just say this is why I believed when we when we started doing the rosters. I think the Lions are going to steal some wins from a couple of people. Yeah, I, you know? I can definitely see that. Yeah, I think I think they are. So Aaron Rodgers did Aaron Rodgers things: four touchdown passes. He only. You know, incomplete through five incomplete passes the entire game. Whoever had Aaron Jones on their on their fantasy roster, you're having a good week. Oh, yeah. um, I was a little sweating there at halftime because I had Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams on my fantasy team. So, you know, I was I was a little concerned there for a little bit, but you know, I knew I knew they would get going at yeah. some point. And they did. This Packers defense, woof. Yeah, I, I they're not good. Say, they are not. They are not good. Like Darius Smith, where you at, dog? He's hurt. Like, he didn't play this game. I know, but I'm saying, where, like, where is he? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he didn't really, he really do too much in the first game. Maybe that's because he was hurt. Maybe. And yeah. Kevin King, who I really liked coming out of out of college, out of Washington, he's where been you just, at, dog? he's been terrible. Because again, the Packers were supposed to have like a top five secondary this year. Yeah, um, and they've <laughs> they don't look good. I know the Lions. What the, what the first incomplete pass was like in the second quarter, right? I think like Jared Goff was carving, carving yeah, them, carving up. them up, just carving them up. They yeah. they had no answer for him. I like to hear Alexander. I think he's awesome. But anything other, and Adrian Amos, Adrian Amos is yeah. awesome too. Yeah. 
But other than that, I'm I'm really not impressed at all with their defense. But hey, you got Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, so yeah. give them time to get it together and maybe give Mike Pettin a call if yeah. you're at Green Bay. <laughs> all right, we have a few more games. Yeah, a few more games. To... Let's jump into the Bengals at Bears. Yeah, so um, let's go with the Bengals uh, side first. Joe Burrow. Yeah. Good Love lord, game. three picks. And they were bad picks too. Yeah, well, they were bad picks. He threw the the pick six to Roquan Smith. Um, who I will say is one you of the most underrated were linebackers. loving him. One of the most underrated yeah. linebackers in football. Um, but pick six in the fourth quarter uh, when you're down a touchdown is is woof. Like, yeah, no again, bueno. This this game, like they they did like he did manage to because it's not like it's garbage time. Like they're down twenty three, and he came up with two touchdown drives under five minutes that put them within a field goal, um, and you know three minutes left to play, like, they, they can still win that game. So, Joe Burrow still put their team in position to win, but he also is, I would say, the main reason they lost the game. Yeah. Uh, so, but with a quarterback, like a young quarterback with a team that, you know, isn't there yet, uh, like, Joe Burrow still shows what he can do and what he can be, but he also shows what he needs to work on um, because – the picks he threw were all bad picks. Like, yeah. They were bad interceptions that put them really like just playing catch up for the entire game where they shouldn't have been because the Bears weren't doing much to their defense. Like yeah. Cincinnati's defense is actually – well, okay, I guess the Bears' offense isn't like, oh, blow your mind. They're but, about to get better though. Yeah. yeah well, in, in my opinion. I, I Even so, though he didn't have a good sub opportunity. Yeah. But – a week of preparation, being the yeah. starting guy going. It's always tough to jump in. Of course, of yeah. course. So, with that said, let's jump into the Bears side. So, Andy Dalton got hurt this game, and I, and I will say real quick too. I, yeah, I, thought, good, good. I thought Andy Dalton actually played a pretty good game for when he was in. He was nine of 11, 56 yards and a touchdown. Yep. Um, so, just you know, give credit where credits due. We no, all good. got a lot of players a lot, um, but you know. He, he he played he played well for yeah I I agree you know yeah. give any Dolan his credit I mean a lot of people like you know really get on him and stuff like that but he's a pretty he's serviceable for, quarterback he's serviceable for sure yeah absolutely so Andy Dalton go take a walk yeah. so <laughs> no nah, I'm just kidding no Andy Dalton Andy Dalton's a, a decent quarterback he's not going to be like throwing MVP yeah. num- MVP type of numbers up anytime soon but he'll, he'll win you some games so. With that said, I'm looking down the list here. Nothing really offensively, in my opinion. I mean, whoever has Allen Robinson on their fantasy team, at least you got a touchdown. Yeah, that'd be me. At least you got that. Yeah, I got to say, I really hope that, like, Justin Fields coming in is going to change what's going on there uh, because I don't – like, because everyone – it's not that it's like, oh, like Allen Robinson going up against, like, their top guys has ever affected Allen Robinson. Mm -hmm. Like it never has, and no. he has not done really anything this year. And he's only like he's not getting targeted. Like he's not getting targeted. Um, Darnell but, Mooney. So th- I want to get into that. Yeah, good. Uh, Darnell Mooney, and he was one of my um, quasi like breakout candidates. Like not like not blow the roof off breakout, but I, I really liked what I saw from Darnell Mooney last year, and I thought that he was gonna have a big, like, you know, a big year two. Uh, and I've been, 
I've been impressed from what I've seen. Yeah. I, I really think that going forward, they have a nice little core here with David Montgomery, Alan Robinson. Well, if Alan Robinson's still there. Um, no, they should, they, they should get rid of him. They Well, I don't think they'll get rid of I think he'll be like, I'm out. <laughs> well, they could franchise him again. <laughs> I watched how that goes. Yeah, no. We saw how that went this yeah, past year. Franchise and then trade him, you know? But anyway, they'll probably let him walk. So anyway, Justin Fields gets his first start coming next week. We'll get into our predictions and stuff like that. But you know, either way, I'm very excited to see that. Yeah. Um, I can't, I can't, you know, say I can't count how many times I've said I'm excited to see the Bears, but I am excited to see them next week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and just again, I just want to really put this nail in, in in the coffin. Roquan Smith is just phenomenal. Yeah. Led the team in tackles, nine total tackles, five solo, one sack, one tackle for a loss, one pass deflection, one QB hit, one interception for a touchdown. Yep. I mean, the, that's guy, my, does, the guy does it all. That's like, my team, Georgia Bulldogs, baby. I, 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 I'll be you. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not a Georgia Bulldogs fan. Linebacker, you. But, uh, yeah. but I, I tell you, like, Khalil Mack obviously gets all the, the, the credit, and Khalil Mack is still, you know – Top two pass rusher in the league, Robert Quinn. One, but I, I I really think that Roquan Smith is the he's the heart and soul of this defense. Oh yeah, and he I really think he's the best he's the best defender on that team all around. They got they got they have some really good pieces on their defense. Um, yeah. their secondary is Hicks a little looks very good. Their secondary is yeah, a little yeah. Eddie Jackson. Um, but outside that, yeah, I mean they used to be good. But yeah, they're. They lost Kyle Fuller, so that kind of sucks. Yeah, that, that was a big loss for them. Yeah, but either way, I mean, they they still put up some good numbers. I mean, they got a few sacks, three picks. Yeah. So this game, I mean, from the defensive stat sheet for the Bears, would you think it'd be a blowout? But the offense just stunk it up. Yeah. So. All right, so let's jump into our last few games here. So we have the Vikings at Cardinals, and we have the Cowboys at Chargers. And then we have the Chiefs, the Ravens, which we're going to save for last. Let's do Vikings, Cardinals. Let's do Vikings, Cardinals. Okay, so I really feel bad for the Vikings fans out there and the Vikings themselves, but I don't feel bad for Kirk Cousins at all. So anyway, uh, which he had a good game. He, he's he's looked very good. He has this year so he far, has. Um, and he looked very good in this one too. Um, actually, I mean, the whole offense. Uh, I have no good, complaints. Looked good, especially after like how good the Cardinals defense looked uh, last week against Tennessee. Um, and I thought Tennessee – I mean, like Tennessee and Minnesota both have good offenses, but I thought Tennessee's offense would be uh, a little bit better, I guess, because of – I mean, they're, they're actually very, very similar uh, in terms of they both have two great receivers and a great yep. running back and, uh, and decent quarterbacks. But Kirk Cousins was great. Dalvin Cook was great. Uh, all the receivers did like they they got production across the board. Danielle Hunter, huh? Yeah. How about him? Three yeah. sacks on the day on Kyler Murray on one of yeah. the most like probably one of the hardest quarterbacks to sack because yeah. he's constantly for on the sure. run. So for sure. good for him. Um, but Kyler again, like yeah, he threw the, the two picks, one being a pick six. He'll do that though. Uh, yeah, that like that'll happen because he is another guy. We touched on this with Zach Wilson. Sometimes he'll try to make like. He'll make, and a lot of times he succeeds. He'll make something happen out of nothing. But sometimes trying to go for that will, 
that'll hurt you. That'll yep. come back and bite you. But Rondell Moore, huge game. He's putting up numbers I thought Elijah Moore was going to put up. I, I, I Rondell Moore was my fifth receiver in this class. Mm-hmm. Um, I had uh, Chase, Waddle, Smith, Bateman, and Rondell Moore. Um, and I had Elijah Moore ahead of Rondell. But. Yeah, I, I, I've been a huge Rondell Moore, Moore fan for like two years now. Yeah. Um, so like I knew he had this type of ability, and I'm really glad that he is kind of – because, you know, it, it's a crowded receiver room over there, and I'm happy that he's getting his shine. Um, but they like they, they if you want to double DeAndre Hopkins, go for it. Because I mean, don't go for it because I have him on my fantasy team. Yeah, please but don't. Like, me too. But probably one like, of the best wide receiving like fantasy drafts I've ever I've ever done. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but but go, like go for it because they'll find somebody else. Like, yeah, they'll find somebody else, and Kyler Murray can just make so much happen after the play breaks down. And guys on like the receivers just like just get open. Just and get he, open, you'll get the ball. It's because he spreads the ball around. Yeah. He really does. He and, spreads it around. Max Williams, seven catches. Christian Kirk, three. DeAndre, four. A.J. Green, three. Rondell Moore, seven, man. He's, Max Williams is, like, also one of the highest-graded tight ends. Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's really throwing the ball around. On a team you thought the only thing they were missing was secondary and tight end, um, Max Williams has really yeah. stepped in pretty well over there. And I, I, I've been beating this horse for years now. Chase Edmonds. RB one, dude. Just, yeah, no, you've been on the big. Like he, he doesn't get like a, a huge workload, obviously because of who you have at quarterback, right? Um, and and your receivers and you know how that offense works, but guy just consistently averages over five yards carry. Yeah, he's eight carries, forty six yards, five point eight yards per carry, and five catches for twenty nine yards. Yeah, like I, I know it doesn't like blow anyone away, um, but like. The guy is just productive with yep. what he gets, and he is, and he's a dual threat, very good, and just another guy you got to keep an eye on. Absolutely, um, absolutely. But uh, but and and yes, James Connors a change of back, and that helps this offense. But Chase Edmonds is the better running back. Oh, he's I the mean, better running. No, back. no one's going to argue yeah. there. No yeah. one's going to argue there at all. He really is. But um, Kyler is firmly entrenched in the MVP race um, right now. I I know it's two weeks, but like. Dude is just putting up numbers. I think isn't he the favorite right now? Oh yeah, he oh, is. Yeah. He's the favorite yeah, yeah, yeah. right now, right? Yeah. Okay. Him, him, Brady, and Carr are like the three. Okay, well, Carr is not going to be there, yeah, but yeah. you know, Murray and Brady will probably Brady. be there, probably till the end. Murray's probably going to have like a combined, maybe like fifty touchdowns combined. <laughs> oh, he's ridiculous. Yeah. And Vikings fans, I feel bad for you, but you, I don't want to spoil anything, but you might have a victory coming up here. So, just want to. Put that tidbit out there. So anyway, so we got the Dallas Cowboys visiting the Chargers, and I gotta tell you, man, Cowboys, Cowboys doing all right. Yeah. Um, I am very upset with the whole Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard kind of distribution we got going on here, especially with Ezekiel Elliott being on my fantasy team, and um, Ceedee Lamb has been been great too, and their defense has been a lot better than I thought they were. Um, I know some people aren't really buying into their defense just yet, but I mean, this team's been impressive, and I think that the Chargers really shot themselves in the foot I think a few the Char- times. I think the Chargers lost this game yeah. more so than Dallas won this game. Okay, um, so I'm right there with you. They, they were in the red zone multiple times, and they had a pick in the end zone. They knocked themselves back with bad penalties. And 
I'm not even going to touch on the taunting penalties tonight. I'll Please get don't. into it another time. I hate talking but about that it, because it's, it's atrocious. It's what dumb. This is doing to it's the just game. dumb. And of course, who came up with it? John Merrill. Yeah, but uh, and a lot of people were saying too, like, oh, the Cowboys got really lucky with the calls in this game. And there were a lot of bad calls that set them up and kind of saved the Cowboys. But I will say there's been so many games where the Cowboys have been on the wrong end of that. I know. Yeah, it's true. For them. So I'm not going to – look, there's, there's a balance. I'm not going to say that's like, oh, they would have lost this game if it wasn't for that. Like, they would have won other games if it wasn't for that too. So that's, that's not it. Um, Tony Pollard looks phenomenal. He, he does. Looks like, he, he looks like the better running back right now. He does. Um, he does, and, it's and, not, and it's, he offers more in the past. It's really not close. It's not. It's not close it's at not. all. And and CD Lamb is definitely their wide receiver one. Like right now, he 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 is their wide receiver one. Um, Dak was Dak was efficient. Um, he had that interception, yes, but you know, twenty three of twenty seven for two hundred thirty seven yards. What else can you ask for him? I know he he's, put, he's coming back. He put them in though. position. Um, uh, yeah, it wasn't like wasn't your uh, wasn't the game of touchdowns. There's <laughs> two t- total touchdowns in the game, um, which I'm shocked. Yeah, I was and, shocked at that. And Herbert, like he he played pretty well too, but the pick in the end zone, like that that can't happen. I know like, that like that is just that is the worst turnover in sports. Yeah, like, and there's not many other like like game-changing turnovers in any other sport, but, like, Herbert, like, you, you can't be doing that. Um, right. And uh, I thought Keenan Allen was f- fantastic in this game. Um, he, he made some big plays. Only four catches, but 180 yards. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. The Chargers, uh, so far, I haven't really been impressed with them. No, they've done okay. I don't think they played particularly well in Washington. I think actually that game, Washington kind of lost that game for for themselves. Like the Chargers capitalized, but like the Chargers didn't seem like they were the better team, which I thought they would be, as I, I thought too. they would be in this game. But again, you know what? This is two games where they haven't scored more than 20 points. Right. Like I thought this offense would be way – more high power, especially against a Dallas defense that isn't great by all standards. But I will say play great. And one of the big things I want to talk about on the defense side of the ball is so they moved Micah Parsons. Hold on, uh, guys. I'm sorry. We're actually recording on the same night as the Panthers are playing the Texans, and we have an injury. Christian McCaffrey is out for the rest of the game with a hamstring injury. And if they're saying out – at nine o'clock at night, that means the game is probably in like the early stages of the second quarter. It's I think it's just before the end of the first. Yeah, right. Gotta be, gotta no, no, be. It's Ten minutes in the second. Okay, so not good, man. No. If they're ruling them out already, not good. Not good. Not good at all. I'm I'm shocked. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, I don't mean to mess up your thought, but I thought that was very notable news. That we, uh, that absolutely. We, yeah. Um, but what I did want to say uh, is Michael Parsons. They moved him to defensive end. Uh, with the, you know the injuries to Demarcus Lawrence, he played a good game at the end. He looked like he belongs at the end. <laughs> like, I know this guy is so like dynamic, and he's one of those linebackers that can do it all. So it's tough to really like, you know, pencil him in at the end. But 
they should run like they should move him to DN like more frequently. Have some packages. Four QB hits, um, one sack, one tap, like one, one tap for a loss. But he looked very, very good uh, at DN. And I gotta say too, two guys that I was concerned with this year and thought that at least one of them were gone. Lane Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith both played very good games. They did. They played very good games. They did. Um, so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think uh, Cowboys fans have to be pretty happy with what they've seen so far this year. I would be. Year. I would um, be. I'd be very happy if I was a Cowboys fan. You guys are doing yeah. all right. And I think the Chargers need to be – they should be putting up more points. They should be um, the team that everyone that, that everyone thinks and know that they can yeah, be. Yeah. And regular Chargers stuff, they're playing down and uh, down with the, what, what their ability is. Yeah. So let's go in. We have uh, about uh, about four minutes here. Uh, actually, well, three and a half minutes. So let's go into the Chiefs Ravens really quick. Um, I mean, this, Patrick Mahomes this, threw his first interception in September. This, this game, game got me so mad, and you want to know why? Why is that? Because I, I watched what good football was like, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my!" Like I was like, "God, just even one of these teams. Like, if my team could just be like." close to one of these teams like just how fun even in a loss like i know my team's a good football like absolutely there was so much this game was so fun it was so fun and no one played bad no one did lamar had a rough first drive and pretty rough first like quarter um well no no not really i mean the the next drive came like that's the thing is he came right back he came right back and had it drove the ball downfield like forgot about it Yep, and, and drove his team into uh, Patrick Mahomes played great all game. That interception, which is coincidentally the same pick that Baker threw the game. I know, dude. Before. It was everywhere. Um, that like you're never going to see him do that again. Like, yeah, that's just like you know not to then. And Mahomes, another guy that like usually that works out for him, but I know uh, just didn't. And and then Clyde Edwards-Helaire with the fumble. Uh, I, but besides those mistakes, both teams were, were, were tremendous. Lamar, unbelievable with his legs. Uh, Travis Kelsey, like that touchdown was absurd. He's so good. Absurd. He's so good. It was dude. just absurd. Um, and Hollywood Brown had a really good game, uh, which I was excited to see. But both of these teams, like I would love this. AFC matchup here yeah. uh, in, in you know AFC uh, championship. And game. welcome back, Tyron Matthew. Two yeah. picks on Lamar Jackson. Yeah, good, six. good for you, dude. Yeah. I, I love the honey badger, dude. I always get Me amped too. up for that. Me too. But this game was awesome. And the sure fact that even that it was going viral at the end of the game where Harbaugh was like, Lamar, and the guy's attention, you want to go for this? And Lamar, of course, said, okay. And then he goes, all right, let's do it. Great, greatest, greatest thing I've seen so far this season. That is playing to win. Yep. That is playing to win. That's saying, you know what? We're going for it right now. If if we give the ball back to the Chiefs, no matter if it's on our own 40 or if it's on their 20, like no matter how much we believe in our defense, we know that they'll they might find a way to march in. Like, we got the ball right now. Let's put it away right now. I have faith in my guy. Yep. Let's do it. Yep. The bars are running all over them all game. Let's do it. They did it. It worked. Beautiful. And you know what? If I'm if if I'm a Ravens fan and that didn't work, 
I, I'm not. I'm not questioning. Hey, I'm like, all right. You know what? That's going to work more than it's going to fail. Yep. And I love going for it there. That was a, like going for the dagger. Like, let's win it here. Let's win it. Sometimes right you got to have brass balls. Exactly. And that's, that's exactly what, what Harbaugh and you did. You know what? Man. Not a lot of coaches in this league have them. All right. Connor, we got about a minute left. So I think that completes our week two, like a little bit of roundabout here. Yeah. Um, so I, I I got nothing else here. I think we're gonna do our week two or week three predictions actually after this. And then I know it's gonna be a little bit more of a lengthy process, but we're gonna talk about the Giants game against the uh, Washington football team. And then I'm gonna give my little thoughts about the Niners and the Eagles game. Let's do it. So let's do it. All right, guys. Take it easy.